Today we're going to do a little ceremony called, sometimes called Water Communion. And it's a tradition in Unitarian Universalist churches, not every single one, but most. And in years past, we have invited people, and uh, the invitation is always there. If you have some kind of meaningful experience over the summer, you can bring water and share it this morning as part of this service. Uh, if you don't have any water to share, that's perfectly fine because we have water here. And uh, if you want to imagine that water coming from any place in the world, from uh, Schnucks to Kathmandu, that's where that water comes from. It's called imagination. This service speaks about us coming together. And in the fall, after we take a somewhat reduced schedule during the year, but it's not that reduced, <laughs> uh, but we come together in the fall and in a sense reaffirm our community together. And by sharing the water, we say that we are really part of, of one reality and we are one community and we're interrelated and intertwined, just like drops in a bucket or drops in an ocean. And, you know, community is a powerful, powerful thing. And it really feeds our lives in many ways. And if we have a community, that's worth celebrating. We have a community here and there are other wonderful communities in our, in our town and in our world. But this is one of them. And so today, as we uh, share water, and in a few minutes, uh, Linda will tell us how that works. So as we do that, we affirm that we're part of a community together and that we're part of a community with nature and that we're part of a community of the entire larger reality of the universe. So we welcome you. Morning. Morning. Drop by drop, drop by drop, drop by drop, our lives overflow with love, joy, respect. We've been thinking a lot over the summer about bucket lists. I hear people talking about that quite often. What was on your bucket list? that you drew the line through this summer, what did you check off? Did you go to the Grand Canyon or climb a mountain or learn to water ski? Yeah. Did you visit the museum in Springfield, the Lincoln Museum, which is fabulous? Or did you get a chance to visit his monument in Washington, D.C.? I know some of us went to Niagara Falls and we were sprayed with that wonderful, cool mist? Or did you stay close to home this year? Take your kids fishing at a local lagoon, go to a farmer's market, walk along the Illinois River. Drop by drop, drop by drop, we are filled with zest for life as we go about 
our casual summer lives? Did you fall in love with a place you had never seen before? Or did you fall in love with this country all over again as you traversed its rivers, waterways, and highways? Maybe you are one of those people who relishes in returning to a favorite place, a cabin by the lake, a little clearing in the woods. Can you still smell the campfire? Maybe because you just can't seem to get around to washing that denim jacket you wore late in the evenings while you sat by the fire listening to the crickets and the hoot owls sing their night songs. Family reunions are usually in the summer. And maybe you got together again this year. It's a time for taking the census. Who got married? Who divorced? Who had babies? Who died? You have memories from the old home place, it's well water. And you continue to make memories each year as you have done for decades now. Loving that three generations get together and this year you taught your granddaughter how to fly fish. And there are tears from aunts and uncles and cousins wave as they pull away. See you next year, they yell. And you are glad that you came, except now it's your turn to get everybody together next year. Suddenly vacation time is over and the days start getting shorter and it's time to get back into the routine of school days, back to work from vacation and back to church on most Sundays. We look forward in anticipation to seeing our church friends some of whom we haven't seen since the picnic at Herm Farm, which one of those, is one of those rare occasions when all the generations are together, eating delicious breakfast casseroles, sitting outside, drinking coffee and chatting with each other, admiring how the sunlight sparkles through the ripples in the lake as the children and a few adults paddle around in little canoes. Drop by drop, we share in that joy of being together. And now we think back to how we love this church and the people who come here. How much the congregation is like the families that take the census in reunion, at reunions, who got married, sadly, who was divorced, who had babies, who died. We smile at each other, embrace briefly, ask about summer adventure. We tear up as we are brought up to date on sad news. Somehow we have endured a summer of dirty politics, wildfires burning in California, volcanoes spewing lava in Hawaii, children being ripped out of the arms of their parents. We are loving people who shed tears or who have been so saddened that we no longer are able to cry about the dreadful news. That is why drop by drop, drop by drop, we share in each other's joys and sorrows. Drop by drop, we care for each other 
and drop by drop. That spills over in our lives and our joy of being together. We find joy if we are lucky, daily in small measure, drop by drop, because we have learned that life is more good than not, and good comes in little waves as we revel in the splashes of sunshine, leafy green landscapes, and the pitter-patter of sweet summer rain, drop by drop, as children run through sprinklers, flowers bloom, and convertibles have their tops down during the rain to come. Drop by drop, we come together. We come in joy. And we know that goodness spills over into our lives. And we are happy to be together again. Drip drop, drip drop, drip drop. Sometimes it feels like everything we do to try to make the world better is just a drop in the bucket. And the bucket feels so huge that it's hard to see how our little drop can make a real difference. But I'm here to tell you that your drop does. And if you believe differently, as the saying goes, you're all wet. I actually, not surprisingly, have a story to share with you all <clears throat> about how one drop with a dream made a difference. And it is called Higgins, a drop with a dream. Once upon a time, there was a drop of water named Higgins. Now Higgins was no ordinary drop of water. He was a drop with a dream. Higgins lived in a valley where it had not rained in a very long time. So all of the lovely green grass was turning brown. All the beautiful flowers were wilting, and all of the trees were starting to droop. Higgins had a dream that one day the valley would be a beautiful place again. But what could he do? After all, he was only a drop of water. One day, Higgins decided to travel and tell other drops about his dream. All the other drops listened very politely, but no one really believed that his dream would come true. They just thought that Higgins should get his head out of the clouds and stop spending his whole life dreaming. Now Higgins decided that he had to do something to make his dream come true. So he began to think and think and think. And one day, as he was walking past a rusty old bucket, he got an idea. If enough of us drops of water get together in this bucket, Higgins thought, there would be enough water to sprinkle on a few flowers to help them grow and become beautiful again. Eagerly, Higgins told everyone of his great idea, but everyone thought he was foolish, that he was nothing but a dreamer. Higgins decided he had to do something to convince the others that he was right. So he said to them, I don't know about you, but I'm getting into the bucket. I hope some of you will join me. There might just be enough water to help at least some flowers grow beautiful again. So Higgins ran as hard as he could. He hopped way up in the air and he landed with a kerplunk in the bottom of the bucket. And there he sat, just a drop in the bucket. 
For a long time, Higgins was very lonely. It seemed like no one else was going to join him. But after a while, some of the other drops could see that the grass was really dying, and that the flowers were certainly wilting, and that the trees were definitely drooping. They all agreed that something must be done. Suddenly, one drop shouted, I'm going in the bucket with Higgins! And he leaped through the air and landed, plunk in the bucket. Then two other drops yelled, wait for us! And they hopped through the air and landed in the bucket. Then 10 drops jumped through the air into the bucket, then 30, then 50, and then hundreds of drops came from all around just to hop in the bucket. Soon the bucket was completely full, but there were still more drops that wanted to join, so they found another bucket and hopped in, and before long there were two buckets, then three, then four, then 10, then hundreds and thousands of buckets of water. And in time, Along came a powerful wind that blew over all the buckets, and all the water flowed together like a mighty stream. Everywhere the water flowed, the grass turned green again, and the flowers bloomed, and the trees stood straight and tall once more. All this happened because Higgins had a dream, and he made his dream come true, because he knew that although he was just a drop in the bucket, Enough drops in the bucket make a bucket full. And when there are enough buckets with the wind behind them, then justice will roll down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream. So maybe we all are just drops in the bucket. But we are drops with dreams. And we are dreamers together. And with our dreams combined, we can and we will change the world. So be it. Two of the themes that we talked about, Amy and Linda talked about, uh, were love and justice. Dreams of justice, dreams of love, and concrete experiences of love and justice. These are two of the most powerful words that we have in our language. And they both have to do with how we treat each other. Love is the basic foundation of how we want to treat each other. And that idea occurs in all kinds of religious and non-religious traditions. In our church, we say that we love inclusively. Everyone is worthy of love, even if some people may be very grouchy or grumpy sometimes. They still deserve love. And even if people do wrong things and have to accept the consequences, we still try to operate on the basis of love. For example, we might have to decide what is a loving way to treat someone who has done something wrong. Our drops of water coming together today show that we are all one community in our effort to live in a loving way. We are part of a community of love. Justice is also a form of love. Justice means that everyone is treated fairly. No matter who they are, everyone has an equal chance to live a good life and that no one should be cheated or mistreated or hurt 
for no reason. There's, there's no excuse for that. And justice is the way we try to express love in the context of our society. Justice is love on the social scale. How we try to express love in our schools, our cities, our country, and our world. And so when we share our drops of water, we also commit ourselves to being part of a community where everyone has justice. Everyone has an equal chance. It sounds like it ought to be very easy to do that. But for some reason, it is not that easy. It's not that easy in our country or in lots of other places for that matter all over the world. But when we come together to create a loving community, justice is one of the paths that we say we're going to follow. Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., one of the heroes of justice in our country, used to quote a verse from the Bible, as, and as a matter of fact, it's very well known, and Amy used it in the story, let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream. So Dr. King was saying that justice is somehow like water. What an interesting comparison. When we add all our drops of commitment to justice in the world, then just like the story about Higgins, it all begins to add up until justice becomes like a mighty stream rolling down a slope that can't be stopped. And every action, every drop makes a difference. Every small drop makes a difference. And one of the things that reminds me of is voting. It doesn't seem like our one little vote means very much, but I'll bet you know this, that in the last uh, year, two elections, two elections in this area have been decided by one vote. Isn't that an amazing thing? It happened twice. So no one can say that our vote doesn't matter. We just, we can't say that. Our votes are really powerful. I heard the former president, Obama, the other day speaking, and one of the things he said is that of all the problems we have, the most serious problem we have is apathy. Isn't that an amazing thing? Well, he said apathy. Because if we bring our drops and we bring our votes and we bring our goodwill, whoever you vote for, if we bring that all together, then something powerful happens. And if we don't bring it all together, then the power is not as strong. So... It matters when we vote. It matters when we give an encouraging word to someone who may not be feeling good. It matters when we refuse to laugh at a mean joke. It matters when we speak up for the rights of everyone. It matters when we go and visit someone who's not feeling well. It matters when we uh, read a story to a kid. All these things are the drops. 
and all of them have their effect. It doesn't seem like the effect is that great. But when we live that way, then the effect becomes powerful and when we're interconnected with others who do that, then the power grows. And it becomes something that does change the world. In the last few years, many of us have worried that our world is going in the wrong direction in many situations, and you could make a very good case for that. But we do have power to change that. Our small actions all added together can change the world. And our church has the opportunity to be part of that change. We do. Even though we're not a huge mega church, but we can do things. Our covenant circles can do things. Our Sunday school classes can do things. And they do, as a matter of fact. Our committees and our board and other leaders and all of us together, we can make a difference. So now is not the time to be discouraged. I don't know when the time is to be discouraged, actually. We'll have to investigate that. But I'm pretty sure it's not now. Now is the time to keep adding our drops of love and justice until they create a mighty stream. So love and justice together are a powerful combination that can change the world. So as we gather this fall once again, let's Let's commit ourselves to sticking together and working together and working with everyone who we can out there. Every organization, every group of good people, every church, every synagogue, every social action movement, every school. Let's be allies with them. Let's all jump in the bucket. If we do that, then our actions flow together in a way that is hard to understand and may not seem very likely, but it does happen. So that's the place for us to live together. Change is coming. It is. What would happen if love and justice came together? How could we visualize it? There must be a way. Do you two have a way? In just a few moments, we're going to take the big bucket out to the garden, out to the patio, and you are invited to come with us. And we're going to, uh, we're going to close the service in our No More Way in here, but then if you'd like, please come and join us. And one of the things that's going to be nice about that is we're going to pour it into our rain garden. And part of what that shows is how our connectedness is not just with each other, but it's with the earth as well. So uh, I'm going to invite you to uh, sing the closing hymn, number 100, I've Got Peace Like a River. And after the benediction inside, we're going to go outside together and you are invited to join us. And I want to let you know one more thing before we sing the closing hymn, is that there, there's going to be a discussion 
If you would like to attend a discussion after church in this very room, uh, people from the Interim Minister's Search Committee are going to be here, and they will talk to you and tell you what's going on and how the search for an interim minister works. So you're welcome to come back in. It won't last a long time, I don't think, but it's a way for you to find out more if you would like to know.